Hey, audio listeners, if you're hearing this right now and you're not seeing it, that means you're not a YouTube member. I'm sure you know that already because you're not a YouTube member. So if you want to see the video version of this podcast and get the episodes a week early, as long as Jude remembers to edit and record them, (laughs) head over to our YouTube channel and hit that blue join button. It's right next to subscribe. All right. All right. Welcome to the Turntable Podcast. Uh, this week it's just me and Josiah, so uh, this should be we, it. This should we be, killed Brendan. Yeah, we ate him. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> this should be a, this should be a good time. Ah, uh, how how's your how's your week been, Josiah? We'll start there. How's your week been? It's been busy. Um, I have to stand at the door at the store that I work at and tell people to wear a mask. And that's all I do for eight hours straight, five days a week. Yeah, that that is a uh, that's a good segue to say. Please wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good ASAP science video out there that literally does the math of how masks are effective, regardless of what you think. It's a really good video, and I recommend you check it out. Look that up. But <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, it's very clear that you should wear one, and even if you don't want to wear one. Um, when you walk into a private company, private property, a business, they tell you to wear one, you kind of have to wear one because they don't need to serve you in any way, shape, or form if you break their rules. Exactly. I, I think a lot of people forget that like, just because something isn't like law under their jurisdiction, they, they think that like companies can't enforce a rule on you, but yeah. they very much can. It's private property. That's that's the reason you can't get a ticket in in a private parking lot, you know. Rules don't apply the same on private property. So, yeah. So anyway, welcome to our politics podcast. Yes. I, yeah. Uh, see, welcome to NPR. Here, here's the thing: should should wearing masks really be a political issue, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we're getting into like the reasons why you should and shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like legally, know. there. So that's a little bit more political. Yeah. But well, yeah. <laughs> vote no i'm kidding no. Uh, vote for political party <laughs> or don't i don't care it's up to you i don't know what you want to vote for vote for something put put me in there i don't know i can't be yeah, president right in. <laughs> i'm not 35 but you know hey well so y- you get to you get to stand in a retail environment and hand out masks. That must be uh, that must be fun dealing with people. Uh, <laughs> like it's honestly that. it's honestly more boring than anything. There's like maybe I want to say ten to twenty people an hour who come in and they don't want to wear one and they actually make a big deal about it. Really, that's everyone, actually quite every, a few, to be honest with uh, you. Well, s- the, the, those are the people that I have to like actually say something to. The rest of them will either just go over to the stand where we have the masks and grab one, and then the other people, I'll have to say something to them, and then something will happen afterwards, whether they put one on, whether they blow past me, or whether they leave the store in a fit of rage, which happens more than I thought it would. (laughs) Do they actually (laughs) legitimately just storm out over that? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, Uh. about once a day, I get very loudly cursed out as somebody leaves the store and it's 
hilarious every single time. Oh, God. Because for you listeners out there that are, that I would assume are a little bit more smart than these people, did you know that you don't have to storm out and make a big scene? You can technically just not wear a mask and walk past me because there's nothing I can actually do about it. <laughs> like, you don't need to make a big deal. You can just be a jerk inside of the store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, where I, where I uh, worked for, for a while until uh, YouTube uh, was my job, um, we would enforce the mask rule and everything. Uh, for a while because it had just become law and this, you know, they wanted to make sure they were, uh, following that and everything. Uh, but people literally like our, our County just decided we're not going to enforce it. So our store stopped enforcing it except on the, (laughs) except on the employees. So that, that was, that was, that was the interesting part of that was that we all still had to wear them regardless of like what department we worked in and everything. Even if you were like 70 feet from everybody, didn't matter which it makes sense I mean, and that, everything but customers I, was say, I understand that yeah and, and the, the worst part is that like they put up all these plexiglass shields at our counters and registers and things like that <laughs> and so people would have on a mask and be in, behind the plexiglass shield which you know good measures but also they're talking at like negative 500 decibels and then if you <laughs> say you can't hear them, they take off the mask and lean around the other side of the ble- the plexiglass. <laughs> so it just defeated the whole point of the whole thing at that point. Like, like at that point, I don't know. Man. Yeah, so before I took my position at the front of the store, I was working in electronics. So um, I had to, if, I don't know how many of you are familiar with the way Target works, but our electronics department is a, a lot of the stuff that isn't like your basic phone chargers is locked up in like glass cases throughout the store. Like it's on normal shelves, but you have to walk up and unlock the glass for them and take it back to the register. So what would happen, what's kind of funny about this is that I would have all these interactions with people who um, most of them would be wearing masks. Some of them weren't, but either way, no one is stepping six feet away from the display case while I grab something out of it for them. Mm-hmm. That's just not a thing that's ever happened. So I have literally never been social distance from any of our guests in the store, which is unfortunate, no. but it's a truth. <laughs> yeah. And it's not really anything the company can do or I can do or the the guests are really the ones who are responsible for that one. Yeah. Um, because they want something. They don't back away from the case, even if I do try to give the social cues of, hey, I need to get here and you're standing directly in front of it <laughs> anyway what's funny about that is then i walk them back to the registers and our registers have like the plexiglass shields of like ooh, be safe yeah, <laughs> yeah. So after you've just been like up in their face yeah <laughs> yeah that's what's funny about that one. Oh god yeah the, the best part about covid and in, in retail is like whenever anything is minorly inconvenient for people they just they'll flip over it even though it's like (laughs) hey this is like you know this is for the betterment of everybody right now because it's like an actual crisis and they're like but i want to return this toy and i'm like no like you know you can't something (laughs) you have taken out of like we've had people take things you know had people like take things out of the box 
like toys and play with them yeah. and then bring them back and be like, can we return this? And I'm like, no, like not at all. I, I worked in customer service for the, the viewers, I guess, cause they didn't know that. Um, but like people would try to return the stupidest stuff all the time. That was a safety hazard. Cause like your kids slobbered all over a toy with sticky hands. They're not cleaning themselves. <laughs> and they want to bring it back to the store and everything is disgusting. But yeah, you mentioned doing returns. Um, we started doing returns a lot earlier than Kroger did. Yeah. Um, so we have like a quarantine process for like the clothing and anything that the company thinks might be more susceptible for that types of stuff. But I'm gonna be honest. I wish we didn't start doing returns again. Not because of the safety issues. Because honestly, there's people in the store like being unsafe enough <laughs> yeah but um i honestly just liked the fact that i only had to do reshop once a day <laughs> yeah because <laughs> there was never anything to put back on the floor <laughs> it was only the stuff people left at the register and that was it and it was so nice i was able to worry about so many other things that weren't reshop so i was able to actually like stay where I was supposed to be for the majority of my shift. It was pretty cool. I, I had so much fun in the early like like actually just stupid amounts of fun in the early days of the quarantine uh, at Kroger because the store closed at 9 and I was working <laughs> in a different department uh, for that time because they needed help. It, it, I was working in our uh, pickup department at the time because that was just getting slammed because uh, everybody wasn't going into the stores at that time. And so it was just, that thing closed at like nine, everything closed up and I was there for a couple more hours and I just got to go put stuff away and be loud and run around with other employees and we could just, we, we literally could just do our jobs and be as loud as we wanted and just have fun without worrying yeah. about customers. And now, you know, when, now it closes, I think at like 11 and everything so it was it was it got really like stuffy <laughs> after that <laughs> like you got to do accounting until 11 and really boring stuff and be quiet you know but yeah we're pretty tar quiet over at the target land yeah um it's not i'm gonna be honest i don't um talk to my coworkers near as much as you do you've made some actual like friends yeah from your coworkers. meanwhile like I'm just like I I don't like talking to people. So that that's one of the <laughs> things is like you you seem to be more in a position where you've like moved stores, uh, you've moved uh, like departments a couple times. Whereas like yeah, I've worked at four different targets. Yeah, and I've worked at least two or three positions in each one of those targets. Right. So, so I had friends at my first target. I guess I had friends at my first target, but ever since then, I haven't really made good friends with anybody. Well, I, I mean, I worked at Kroger for three and a half years, so like I worked with this in in the same department for the most part. Uh, so uh, even though I became some of those people's boss eventually, um, <laughs> which was kind of awkward at times. Um, like I, I still made a lot of like lifelong friends. Now I didn't, I didn't end up making a whole lot of friends with like some of the newer people because I had to be their supervisor. And so that dynamic was awkward. Like I'd be really nice to them and everything. And we were good acquaintances, but I don't think I made any friends with people I had to boss around necessarily. Yeah. You're not like adding them on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it's just, it's kind of a weird dynamic because if you're their friend one minute and then they do something really stupid the next and you have to get on them over it they don't 
want to listen to you because they're they think you're fake when really you're <laughs> just trying to do your job and, and it's a very awkward dynamic i guess to have yeah i was really lucky because last holiday season you can turn my camera back on i'm watching <laughs> i'm watching myself don't worry um last holiday season i did um security at a store that i had never worked at before which was amazing because i got to literally just kind i wasn't really the boss but i did do a lot of um work with the people on the floor and everything yeah i made a lot of pretty good friends there but it wasn't like i knew these people so i was able to kind of set up a new brand for myself in this store i guess you could say yeah like i could set up this image where i'm like actually doing my job and being serious yeah. <laughs> um ex- unless i'm in the office with my other security buddies cuz they were really fun <laughs> oh yeah uh, that was a lot of the dynamic i had is that you have to you have to appear all big boss and everything in front of people but at the service desk when when like we were in the back of the office doing like accounting work we were just like on our phones half the time eating and doing nothing <laughs> like we, we were doing worse things than the people on the floor but we had to enforce those rules i guess so i, I don't know yeah, like, what's we really would... funny is um target has a if you're on the sales floor and you're supposed to be interacting with guests, you you can't have earbuds in at all. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. I got to wear an earbud for 90% of my shifts because I was always on the, my phone talking to the people back in the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just walk around with, air, with one AirPod in and be like talking to whoever's in the camera room or vice versa. Actually, I was in the camera room more often. So it was, it was kind of funny just like wearing earbuds at work. It feels so wrong when you're like around guests and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've noticed that, um, for anyone who thinks it's weird that I'm saying guests, I've just been in the target world for so long that I'm just used to saying guest instead of customer. Yeah. Customer sounds so weird to me. Yeah, Kroger Kroger says customer. They never, ever, ever, ever say guest. No one says guest except for Chick-fil-A and Target. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Which are very different companies, but that makes sense in a way. We're both red. I, I guess. You're both red. <laughs> and both on very, very opposite sides of, like, social and political spectrums apparently so i wasn't <laughs> gonna bring that up but i but it was kind of it's kind of funny the we also call um employees team members as well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and no everybody's an associate at kroger because kroger's literally Why is- 1955 as a company Just- yeah walmart also is associates yeah or actually for like a month there they were retail mavericks i'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) Why? Um, i used to frequent and i still do but i used to frequent retail subreddits a lot because it was just funny hearing everyone's store drama yeah and for a while walmart was pushing this thing where like you're a retail maverick you get to be like the best at your job that you can be (laughs) (laughs) no but you also work at walmart (laughs) 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 <laughs> you want to make $9 an hour without any kind of union? 
<laughs> you can just get screwed over constantly. It sounds great. No. Walmart is like the worst aspects of every single retail job combined. Yeah. See, I, I won't say anything about like the people I worked for directly at Kroger and everything because that, that's just not in good taste. But Kroger as a company is a little funky. <laughs> just being honest, like, and I don't work there anymore, but you know, um, like just the, the way that the union is set up, it's essentially the Kroger just kind of owns the union. <laughs> so it's just like, it, it doesn't even matter at that point. Like they're, they're just it's, in each other's pockets. It's bad. It's pretty much just so they can't form an actual union that have any benefits. Yeah, I know. Sometimes the union is like, Hey, maybe they should make more than eight fifteen an hour. And then Kroger says no for like three years and then eventually yes. says yes when McDonald's ups their minimum wage. <laughs> because, that's, yeah. That's it, never been a problem for Target because Target's always paid everyone like a zillion dollars for no reason. I know. That, that's the thing. I mean, I was making um, over, I, I think I was making twelve fifty or 13 when I when I left Kroger, but that's considering the fact that I had been there for three and a half years and all kinds of, when I got there, I was making eight Oh five because that <laughs> was, that was what they paid. Uh, Kroger was gross. And then I think McDonald's changed their minimum wage to like 10 and Kroger was like, Oh, I guess we better pay people a little more. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. I will say the only negative about target is yes. Um, we pay or the company pays team members a lot. However, in the majority of the departments in the store, you're only going to be working like 20 hours, to be honest. Oh, that's Kroger, <laughs> too. That's Kroger, too. Yeah. Even the full, but, so full-time employees at Kroger technically never work a full 40 hours. They work like 37 sometimes, sometimes lower than that. I think like 32 and up counts as full-time at Kroger, so they can just give you like 32 and call it full-time. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. Know. And if you if you're lucky, um, it depends on store to store. But some stores, it's like oh, grocery. Everybody in grocery works forty hours for some reason, or like you get over to um, like you're a guest service team member. You probably work a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. But um, if you're just like where I used to be in electronics, it's like you're literally there every day, or you're only there two days out of the week, and there's no in between. <laughs> yeah is now is um, and it'll change for you every week too it's never going to be the same <laughs> now, is target bad about uh like because at in kroger in supervisory positions it's like you, you can get second shift one day and first shift the next and then they'll keep doing that to you so you have like clopins and really gross sleep schedules because of it like Kroger's clopins clopins are occasional Mm -hmm. um, but they normally don't just schedule them at least constantly. Mm -hmm. You'll get one or two occasionally, but it's not like such a big deal that I like actively had to go to them and tell them to stop. Yeah. It, it, it rarely happens. And normally when it happens is because you signed up for it and you were like, yeah, I can do that for you. Yeah. The good, the good thing about when I was at Kroger was that because I was in school, I could basically just be like, Hey, I'm just going to work second shift and deal with it and that's that's what they gave me was just second shift hours it, it worked out anyway because opening <laughs> opening at kroger there there's a um 
I, I will not name her name, but she's never ever gonna see this because she's like 85. There's this <laughs> older crotchety woman who's a cashier at this Kroger, and she tells everyone what to do, even though she technically works for me, <laughs> and tells everyone that the supervisors don't know what we're doing and that she's the boss. And it's very, it's it's very terrifying. She'll make like baggers stock candy for like four hours even though that's not their jobs at all <laughs> it's it's so weird it's so strange i don't understand the dynamic of that story yeah she, she i hate opening be well it depends on where you're at but um for most of the targets that i've been at opening team is like the worst people you will ever <laughs> meet in the entire universe and all of them hate everything and then the closing team, you will stand at the desk and talk about video games for like three hours, and that's your shift. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, see, like, at um at Kroger, the opening crowd, it's it's usually like 40-plus-year-old women, which that's fine. That's cool. But me being a 19-year-old guy, just listening to 40-plus-year-old women talk about their kids for like eight hours <laughs> there's nothing more boring in a way i just don't care at that point and then they want to ask you like personal questions about like your relationships and family life for no reason like it's, it's like, just I, mm. I i liked the new call of duty <laughs> yeah. reshop sucks am i right yeah yeah that, that's about how in depth our conversations are <laughs> Se second shift is is fun like i was with people like uh uh for those of you know her in the server uh as rose uh we work together all the time and we just like we'd vibe she'd play pokemon go or whatever we just talk or whatever and because at service desk it was either like 400 customers in a row or nobody for three hours and that's just how it went all the time it was never consistent so you could actually just sit in the back office and watch youtube and then occasionally come out <laughs> when some older guy complains is anybody working up here and that's that's it <laughs> that was I, the I am now i guess i'll have to come out yeah to like put on your mask and crawl out of the back <laughs> <laughs> the worst was like like i I'd, I'd have like a million customers in a row and i'd order door dash or something so i get my food there and finally all the customers stop I go to the back and I open up my bag of food and I take my first bite and I hear that exact sound of, is anybody working back there? Immediately. And I have like a full mouth of food and I'm like, I am. I'm chewing food. It's the worst. And it happens that's, every time. That's so weird to me that you would order DoorDash into work. Yeah, all the time. We always order food. We'd all get food I, collectively and then just pay into whoever was ordering it. That's so weird. I, I've... I've never known anybody to do that. Even like our salaried like ETLs, the people who can literally just go to the office for an hour and no one can really say anything because they're the big bosses. Yeah. They will just drive to a restaurant and pick up food. You know, uh, and then bring it back or they'll just eat in their cars or whatever. No one has ever ordered food into Target. We're not supposed to leave Kroger on our breaks and we don't get lunches when we're adults. So we have to just order it in or eat. Wait, you don't get lunches? No, as adults, you don't get a lunches unless you work uh, eight and a half hours or more. That's Kentucky labor law. That's so weird. So if you work more than five hours at Target, 
you get a 30-minute lunch. And since you're clocked out for your 30-minute lunch, they couldn't care if you were in another state as long as you were back within, like, 35 minutes. Well, yeah, technically at Kroger, uh, you are in under Kentucky law. You clock out for your lunches, so you can leave. But, like, Kroger policy for breaks, you're not supposed to leave. Oh, yeah, no one but leaves on, like, they're 15. They'll I'm go to honest. their car at the most. When, when, you're in, when you're at customer service, because there's, like, three people doing kind of the same job... You, you take like a 30 minute break and you eat and you do whatever you want. And sometimes you may not yeah. take another break the whole night because it's a much more chill job. Than, so, you know, particularly when we were doing security, um, we just take our 15s in the office mm-hmm. and just like watch cameras and eat. And then if something bad happened, we would just take the rest of our 15 later. Yeah. A, a lot of, yeah, that's, that's a lot of what happened at like service desk is that, a lot of us just wouldn't take a break. We'd just go to the back. Well, it's like, eat, what are you gonna do chill. on? <laughs> what are you gonna do on your fifteen in the security office? Like, look at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't yeah. really take your fifteen in the break room. No. So <laughs> I didn't like going okay, to the break room at all. Occasionally, I would go like to the floor and pick up like some snacks or. Um, what I'll do a lot is on my last fifteen, I'll um. I would like go get some groceries and then because security team best team we had a refrigerator in our <laughs> office so like I could get like all my cold stuff and everything and just have it there. Yeah. Yeah, we kept um we kept stock of like drinks in the office because there was days where you would literally sit in the office all day and that was your actual job because you'd be doing security things yeah. in the office. So you always had like drinks and snacks in there. See, our our managers, like, if we had drinks out on the service desk, they would be they'd be all over us about it that we had to hide them. But if you came into the back office, there's, like, three bags of food and a bunch of drinks. And then <laughs> in one of the cabinets, there's just a whole basket of various uh, painkillers. It's kind of worrying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there. It's like migraine relief, severe migraine relief. There's like a bunch of different weird bottles for different things like that. And it's that, is, that doesn't sound legal, to be honest with you. No, they're all like actual, like they're not prescription bottles. They're things you can get in the store, I, but I know it's just the whole basket of them. I know they're over the counter, but I feel like that is like against the rules. Yeah. I, what I find funny, though, is going back to you said you'd order food in. Mm-hmm. You worked at, like, a Kroger Marketplace. Yeah. So you had, like, a Starbucks and, like, actual food and deli there. Yeah. What gave you the need to, like, order food in when you could just walk to the food sales floor and grab a burrito? So um, I ate burritos there a lot. But when you work there five days a week and you eat a burrito every day, it just it's the worst thing in the world and and also like the actual restaurants at kroger uh the sushi is cold and i heard recently somebody got uh worms from the sushi (laughs) uh the pizza literally made me lactose intolerant because there's so much grease and cheese on it that it destroyed my stomach dude do you have like the pizza hut pizza hut pizzas there yeah basically yeah like is it is it is it like labeled as Pizza Hut, but it's nothing like actual Pizza Hut? No, 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 no. Like it's okay. Similar, so though. because you brought that up, I have to do a quick rant about the 
Target Cafe Pizza. Yeah. So Target Cafe has like a licensing deal with Pizza Hut where they can slap the Pizza Hut logo on these like little personal pan pizzas. It is literally the worst pizza in the entire <laughs> solar system. Like it is like a loaf of bread with some grease and like <laughs> Cheese that feels like it's been scraped off of a plate of nachos. Oh. <laughs> like the cheese was like watery, but also it didn't taste like anything. And then like little like one inch pepperonis that feel like <laughs> they were, f- that taste like they were farted on. <laughs> yeah. That's uh... and the thing is, is I would still buy them like once a week. <laughs> And I would just have like six tums, and that's how I got through that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, like the Kroger pizza. For some reason, the crust was like this thick, and then <laughs> and then okay. So one of the things about the Kroger pizza that's like really well known is if you pick it up, it actually just drips a puddle of grease into the box <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it's like really, and and they had this one that was like it was it was it was like dough ranch cheese and some old chicken they found somewhere <laughs> and it was, it was like, like de- it was the defective chicken from the service desk that's like out of date yes and it's like they they literally instead of cutting like normal size pieces for this they would take a whole pie and cut it into four and then give you one whole corner of it as a piece of pizza oh that See? sounds like hunt brothers pizza yeah but it's like it's this big and it's bad <laughs> and you're just like crying while eating it on your like, it's so bad i i literally that stuff made me sick i i had to yeah. stop eating it because it was it was I, really bad for me i can't take a car- target cafe pizza anymore in fact i think because at my first store i ate them like almost every other day because i didn't realize how bad it was yeah until yeah. it got really bad i've never had issues with heartburn well, maybe a little bit of heartburn, but my stomach has never like had any issues with anything. These days, I can't eat anything with tomato sauce on it without Tums. Really? <laughs> yeah, and it makes me really sad sometimes because it's like, I want to enjoy pizza. Yeah. But I can't unless I got my Tums with me. And I go through a bottle of Tums because I eat... I eat like I have a budget of $20 every week, so I eat like the worst food in the entire universe, which I will admit. So like one of these bottles of Tums lasts me like a week and a half. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so bad. I will say Target Cafe pretzels, Mm -hmm. literally the most heaven sent amazing food you can ever eat in your entire life. See, that, that's, the I know weird, I can't, <laughs> that's the weird thing about these retail places is, is that like in their, their delis and cafes and all that, like 90% of everything is bad. And then they have like one item. It's just <laughs> really good for no reason. Like Kroger had chicken and it was really good and nothing else. That's all they had. They just had chicken. It was, it was amazing. Our chicken is okay. Our sandwiches are nah. They're really mm-hmm. bready. Um, Ew. our burritos like we have these little like they're not really burritos. They're more like wraps, and mm-hmm. you know they have stuff in them. They're pretty <laughs> good actually. Yeah. I just normally don't get them because I'm normally 
I have a bad. I don't like tortillas for some yeah. reason anymore. So I normally don't buy anything. Like I get that unless it's actually like a taco or a burrito, something like yeah. wrap stuff. It always I'm like, I I don't like just something else inside of a tortilla for some reason. Because I, yeah, I guess it's so it's weird. sweet, like the tortilla itself. So if whatever's inside of it is not like spicy, like yeah. a taco, it's like, uh, I don't know. So you told me about your famous Kroger lunch before, which <laughs> is donut holes and a monster. Yeah. Tw- uh, specifically, it's like 20 donut holes and I'd get a pink monster. And, <laughs> and, um, for a while that was fine and then the last day i worked there i ate that and i was on the floor for two hours almost throwing <laughs> up in the back office it was so bad you're i literally ate the same thing today but you're literally <laughs> eating dough and sugar and like whatever monster has decided to put in their drinks this week <laughs> yeah and you thought you were fine for yeah. the longest time mm. And then it just caught up to you for one day. Yeah, that that was the same problem I have with pizza. Of course, I, I can't blame Kroger entirely for me being lactose intolerant because at the same time I was eating those Kroger pizzas, I was uh, eating at school every day when I was in college. And their pizza, the, the crust was like half a millimeter thick. <laughs> and like they scraped as little pizza <laughs> sauce and cheese over it as they could. And it was like two weeks old. Um, apparently, what is it about like pizza from any place that isn't like an actual pizza place? <laughs> I guess that makes sense yeah. as I say it out loud. Yeah, that, that, that. But it's like, how is pizza that hard? I know it's literally like, why, dough. Why does Target Cafe send me to the toilet <laughs> after like me looking at the pizza for two seconds? Exactly. But if you get like Papa John's, it's like it's fine for no reason <laughs> at all. Yeah, that, that was the best part about um, the food at my school was that I think like three of out of four of the cafes failed the health inspection test, <laughs> and all of them were employed by convicts, current convicts. <laughs> so the entire time you're sitting there with your classmates just trying to have a decent meal, there's like five people having an argument over something and they all work there and they're like slamming stuff around it was such a specific weird feeling and aesthetic about the whole play like bad crusty food that hasn't met the health standards made by convicts like it was was so bad i am i my stomach has never recovered i don't think from eating that every day but yeah so my typical options at the store is Deli sandwich, mm. deli burrito, Starbucks drink, and cafe pretzel. And occasionally I'll get like one of those things you get out of the coolers that's just like basically a Lunchable, but it's for adults. So it's made yeah. out of actual ingredients. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah, yeah, about. That's basically yeah. what I get. And then I'll get either a Rockstar or a Red Bull. If, if I'm being completely honest, the first few weeks of quarantine, I lived off Lunchables because it was a vibe. I loved it. Like, <laughs> the, like not even the ones for adults, the little ones for kids. <laughs> because it just made me like, happy after eating those crackers and that weird piece of meat that doesn't feel like meat to have that Oreo at the end. It just made me very happy. <laughs> it was so... See, 
light-hearted and fun. I don't know. When COVID first hit and all of our um, cafe and deli shut down, I decided to try Lunchables for the first time again. Mm-hmm. And I was just so saddened, to be honest with yeah? you. Yeah? You didn't like those? Yeah. No, no, no. It was like, this meat just tastes like a wet piece of paper. <laughs> it does. This bread, it tastes like sugar yeah. for somehow. <laughs> this cheese, eh, the cheese is okay. Yeah, it's fine. The sauce also tastes like sugar. <laughs> if you got like the pizza or whatever. Yeah. And then the cheese doesn't taste like anything. Which is almost more concerning than the cheese tasting bad. Yeah, because cheese on its own has a very foot-like taste, if we're being honest. Like, I don't know how else to describe cheese. But, you know, yeah. Like, if it doesn't taste like anything, that's worse, I guess, than... Yeah, Lunchables, ma- Lunchables has disappointed me, and that's when I switched to eating, like, the little... Like, ooh, you get some pretzel sticks and, like, some pepperoni, and then we'll put olives... In the package for some reason. You want them? You just want some olives, okay? Olive, olive. All right, we're we have about twenty minutes left. So, do you want to start uh, running some uh, Twitter questions? <sighs> let's see, Twitter questions. Yeah, let's, um, let's do this thing. So, somebody asked not to get political or anything, but what the heck is cheese? We just answered that for you. We it's did. feet. <laughs> All right, Rando on Twitter asks, "What are your thoughts about the possible TikTok ban, and what do you think the actions TikTok? What do you think about the actions TikTok is taking towards the government?" I just want to talk about the TikTok ban itself, like not politically or anything. I just want to. Isn't that like kind of really weird if you think about it? Yeah, I I don't know. I'd like and then like, <sighs> apparently Oracle bought TikTok. You what? know Oracle, the company that does all that stuff. You know that stuff. That Oracle does that yeah, faces the worth, public. They're worth like a trillion dollars, but <laughs> wait, did they actually buy TikTok? I have not kept up with the TikTok. Apparently, TikToks, apparently they bought it, Oracle. or they're going to buy it. Is Java is is Oracle associated with Java, or are those two separate entities? Because I know their names. Not anymore. Be- not anymore. Java isn't technically a thing anymore. Really? But Oracle makes like internal like businessy programs it doesn't in solutions and all that it doesn't make anything that faces the public certainly not anything that faces gen z yet let's let's buy tiktok that's probably why they're buying tiktok well the thing is is oracle's been successful in that market microsoft buying tiktok honestly makes way more sense to me yeah but if we're being honest like when i heard microsoft was going to buy tiktok it was like this is going to be another mixer where it's just going to die in like two weeks because <laughs> Microsoft touched it for some reason. <laughs> it's like Skype where Microsoft touches it and then like. <laughs> and then you try to talk and it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember using um, Skype for everything. Oh my god, mm, gross. Elliot Marcus asks: <clears throat> Dinosaur chicken nuggets? Yes or no? Yes. yes. No. They make me happy. No. They're the same thing. They just they're just shaped a little happier. No, every single dinosaur chicken nugget I've ever had tastes like water. 
What? Who's cooking <laughs> yours? Are you okay? They never taste like the normal chicken nuggets you buy. I've never had this problem. Like a McDonald's McNugget tastes more real than a dinosaur chicken nugget. Yeah, okay, but for some reason to me, a McDonald's McNugget tastes like I ripped open my pillow, <laughs> took the stuff inside, and fried it. Like, it's it's gross. I don't know. I get what you're saying, but honestly, I like the McNuggets. I, I prefer... I personally prefer Wendy's Nuggets. I am... I Because they taste... Do you ever... If you ever wanted to eat some nuggets that they, like dropped on the floor and then left for a day and then they picked them up again and put them in like a fry what container. What kind of Wendy's do you have where you live? Because <laughs> my Wendy's are really nice. Every Wendy's I've been to. I've been to Wendy's all over the country. They can't make anything that tastes good except for hamburgers and Frosties. Hmm. I like their chicken sandwiches and stuff except for some reason their fries are just like dry. Just yeah, that's the dry. thing. That's the thing with their chicken nuggets. The chicken nuggets are so bad. I don't know. I like. I like. I like chicken not being wet or fuzz. But yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Um, not to get political. I don't know why everyone's making that joke. But Android or a- Apple, and why? So you know what I find funny about this hmm. is that Apple is an entire company that makes a lot of different things <laughs> and does a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And then Android is an operating system owned by Google. Yeah. If they had said iOS so, or, or Android, <laughs> that would have made sense. <laughs> so I'm going to personally have to go with moving on. <laughs> <laughs> How has your uh, YouTube escapades changed your lives? Felt like we already answered that one in the last episode. Did we? I mean, I don't know that we've gone into... uh, We might have gone into depth of like... Especially the first episode we did. If you want to hear more about that, our first episode is pretty much only us talking about our lives as small YouTubers or medium-sized YouTubers. That's, That's literally that entire first episode. Yeah. So I'd recommend going and checking that out. Uh, um, somebody over here asks, are you going to do a movie review on Phineas and Ferb, Candace Against the Universe? I don't think we'll do a movie review, but Jude, have you seen the new Phineas and Ferb movie? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I intended to watch it and then forgot to. So, <laughs> to be honest. It's pretty interesting. I, I guess since he hasn't seen it, I won't go too into detail. But the internet is pretty polarized about this movie. Um, because... It's not like the last movie across the second dimension where yeah. it was like this big thing and it was really, really fun and huge and impressive and it was really well written. Mm-hmm. The new movie kind of just feels like a long episode of Phineas and Ferb, like a TV special, Ew. which which would have been fine when the show was still running. But especially considering the show isn't around anymore, it feels really weird. Kind of forced. Because like for, for a return of the show... I feel like you'd want to do something special, yeah. but the movie doesn't feel special, which is, which is, it, it, that's not really mean. Like it's, it's decent, but yeah. I was just kind of whelmed by it. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, a lot of the internet, it's like, oh, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's a fun movie, but fun I doesn't was just, necessarily mean good. That just means it's enjoyable, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And 
it, it had an, its enjoyable moments, but I honestly couldn't recommend it to most people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. Um, Bro Moments Inc. CEO asks, who is the youngest and who is the oldest? <laughs> yes. Yes. We're all the same. No, I'm kidding. Um, We are all... We all live in the same house. <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> and we're all 30 years old. Yeah. Or according to a really early speculation, Bren and I are dating. Depends on who you ask. Oh. Yeah. That's How's that bit, going for you? Yeah, I don't know. The, those rumors died out a while ago. Uh, now that he has a girlfriend, but... Um, Wait, Brendan has a girlfriend? Apparently. What is he doing behind your back, and why are you okay with this? Yeah, no, he's, he's got a side chick out here and something like that. I don't know. Um, <sighs> I, I'm actually um, the youngest of the group, and Josiah is our old boy. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't ask how old we are, though, so it's just yeah. more fun not to say that. So they think so we're you like say that, 30. But see... I was kind of hoping we'd stick with that meme, but there's so many times where we've actually said our ages. <laughs> yeah, I know. And but there's uh, but there's always those comments <laughs> that are like, "You guys are just fat thirty-year-olds," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I graduated high school last April, <laughs> like not this year, but like last year." I graduated high school in 2016. That's... Laura asks, "What are some phobias you have?" What are you scared of, Jude? Spiders. Spiders. I have you actual know? problems with spiders. Wow. They give okay, me actual expect- anxiety. <laughs> Thanks for being so vanilla with your fears. No, that's like Jude. the one thing I'm afraid. Like, like I would jump it's out. Like, of- oh, what's what? What else are you scared of? Clowns and the dark. No, like I'm scared of spiders, but I would jump out of an airplane. I. I I don't understand myself. See, I'm not, I'm pretty scared of, I'm not really scared of airplanes, mm-hmm. but I jump out of a spider. <laughs> yeah, you just have to step on the airplanes when they come around <laughs> or let them outside. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> yeah, I prefer putting a, um, a red solo cup over my airplanes and then just like using a little sheet of paper finagling it and then like letting it outside the front door <laughs> oh god I hate that <laughs> what is, what is the square root of 92 <laughs> what is the square root of 92 square root of 92 is 9.5917 9.517 I already forgot <laughs> Uh, I, also cut out the part where I said uh, A-L-E-X-A because that'll make people's yeah. rooms explode. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read this one just because it's directed at you. Uh, Josiah, how long does it take you to edit videos and how on earth do you keep your sanity while doing so? So um, our videos come out on Saturday. So every week. So I have to edit a video every week. How do I keep my sanity? Um, a lot of <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why you had to bleep that out, Jude, oh, God, the editor, so uh, the editor of this podcast, because so all I said was <laughs> and uh, I bet you did it again. Gosh, Jude, why'd you have to bleep out and? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, for real though, um, I don't know. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes we like forget to make videos entirely, and that's yeah. when you get stream highlights on the weekend. Yeah, which we're probably not going to be doing stream highlights unless it's just something really good, because just statistically, I don't know how YouTube just knows something is a stream highlight, but it does, <laughs> and it just is like no, it's, they just will not push it on the platform, and it, they just nobody cares about them. So uh, we won't um, be doing those for the most part. The Slayer asks, have any of you played Doom any installment? And if you've played Eternal, what do you think of the storyline it put into place? Well, first of all, who actually pays attention to the story in <laughs> Doom? I play Doom for the story. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, I've played like um, the OG Doom. I've played Doom 2016. And I played Doom 64 on the Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. And they're all fun games for their time. Obviously, if you go back to the original Doom, without mods, it's not very fun. But if you mod it, it can be pretty fun because you can like actually make it where you can look up and down instead of just left and right. <laughs> you know, because uh -huh, early 3D games, they weren't actually 3D. <laughs> no, it was just like perspective. Mm. Yeah, it, um, Doom 2016 is pretty fun. Haven't felt the need to pick up Eternal, be, Eternal because I have enough fun shooting and slicing and chainsawing in Doom 2016. It's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've never actually played Doom, so yeah, I, I, I've never played a Doom game, never owned one or anything like that. So, well, I think you would enjoy it. Probably. So it's like a, it's like. Stress Ball the video game. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Because um, it's just like blood and gore in the most non-violent way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Cause like, it, like, you're not actually, like, you know, in a war or anything. I mean, you are, according to the story. But again, who pays attention to the story? Yeah. You just drop in and you shoot a ton of demons. <laughs> and that is the entire game. Sounds like a good time. It's fun. Um... Cam uh, asks, what countries have you been to and will you ever consider touring America and possibly the world? I don't think I would tour America. It's a little bit far out for me. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, you know, like those American cities like Montreal, London, um, Hong the Kong. Spire. <laughs> <laughs> Dubai Don't forget Dubai Oh yeah Dubai Dubai's a little far out for me Like Really can't get to the west coast Of the United States Too easily <laughs> these days Um <laughs> Yeah Have you actually been outside of the US? I mean when I was adopted But you're gonna oh. have to cut that out Cause I don't like talking about that yeah, At least publicly fair. Yeah um, um But yeah I haven't really been outside of the US Um No um, I've been a lot of places within the U.S., probably not as many as most of you, to be honest, but I think I've been around a bit. Yeah. I, um, I guess... You've been everywhere all the time. <laughs> I've been to a lot of U.S. states. I have yet to actually get to the West Coast yet, but, uh, I'll get to that in the second part of the question. Um... <laughs> But I technically landed in Panama and walked around a little bit in Panama, like the actual country, Panama, not Panama 
Florida. Um, so I walked around a little bit there on the tarmac, but I went to Bolivia about three and a half years ago. So that was a that was the thing I've done. It was a you missions were, trip. <laughs> you were you barely escaped Brazil. Yes, I, I I was very I was fairly close to Brazil, but. <laughs> Um, we ever consider touring America and possibly the world, that part of it though. Um, the thing is, I think it, hmm? I think it'd be fun to like go somewhere else and like do a vlog, obviously when the pandemic is over. Yeah. Like, you know how, um, you know, Max did his Japan vlogs and you know, everyone, a lot of YouTubers have done this. The thing is, I don't know if you share your opinion, but like, what would a microwave society tour be? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's the thing. I don't think we'll ever tour or, or anything like that. But what I can see us doing is uh, contingent on the pandemic subsiding by, you know, next year and everything. Um, I, I'd like to go to different events, you know, and maybe someday if we get big enough, we'll do stuff like panels and stuff, which is more of a you know that's like a concealed one-time live event we're not yeah. stand-up comedians so doing like touring would be kind of strange for us but yeah i could see us doing a panel that would be fun but yeah, yeah I, you I, know I, like hmm? doing something fun at like an event like probably not vidcon because vidcon is not the fun youtuber convention that it used to be but you know something like that um i know yeah. Twitchcon. I don't know much about yeah, TwitchCon. TwitchCon is a thing. It is in yeah. fact a thing. I don't I don't know much <laughs> about I don't know much about it. I just know it's a thing. PAX is a thing though. That's yeah, there's PAX. Um I'm I it's escaping me, but there's another um like VidCon type event that's purely yeah. YouTuber related for the most part. But yeah. I forget what it's called. I don't know much um on that part, because a lot of things change, like E3's gone now and things like that. I'm, I yeah. guess CES and things like that are just going to pick up where E3 left off, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we, yeah, there's we, a lot of YouTube-specific events that aren't public <laughs> yeah. um, that I can think of, but those obviously wouldn't be like panels or anything. Those are mostly YouTuber things. Yeah, we'd have to do panels at like public events like a you know so I, I don't know that we get a panel think, packs, but yeah, who knows i'm really excited for our panel at a furry convention i think that'd be hilarious dear god i i, I know um actually though for real like cincinnati has a, a comic book expo they do every year it's like fairly big and yeah. they actually get like some decent names and everything at them and everything so I, i'd probably yeah. You know, Brent and I would probably get to go to that if just I don't know how it would work if you would want to go. But oh, uh, just just know. leave me out of everything yeah. that the company does, dude. <laughs> We'd probably Come go on. to something like that, meet up some fans and things like that, and you know, you know, just fun thing. But I I don't know that we have aspirations to tour. Yeah, mm. I mean, other YouTubers have toured. Um, I think maybe if we get a lot better at our actual comedy side of things or get you know more scripted and stuff but we never really have done super scripted things no. so I, it it's just not something that fits our format like we'd love to meet you guys we'd love to go to events but doing an actual tour for ourselves 
isn't something we can really foresee ourselves doing. No. Uh, one final question because we're about to hit an hour. Um, Mune Fox asks, what is your opinion? I don't really want to talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, you're probably going to have to cut this part out. Yeah, it's a little personal to ask what my opinion is. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I think that's really cool, man. You're not allowed to have an opinion. Dude, you can't. <laughs> Dude, you can't. Ah! This is just too personal, man. You're going to have to cut all this out. Oh, God. Oh. You really can't call us out like that and try to make us take sides like that. Jeez. <sighs> Jeez. Bye.